Look, let's get to the point and cut to the chase to supersize and grow your business. <laughs> Forgot what our idiom was. Cut to the chase is our idiom today. Sharon Horn Elstrom here. Let's listen to, have you ever been having a conversation with somebody? I was in a relationship with someone for a very long time who talked I call it talking in circles. I don't know if the person realized they talked in the circles. I think it was just their communication style. Have you ever been in a conversation like this where somebody starts to explain something to you and they're, you know they're going to get to a point, but they just keep talking and they have to go back to the beginning of their story and heaven forbid, should you ask them a question or a clarifying question in the middle of their explanation or their, I, I want to call it a diatribe, her filibuster because they will immediately go back to the beginning of the story or the thing that they're telling you and start at the beginning of their thought process again. I call this talking in circles and it is the exact opposite of cutting to the chase, getting to the point, being direct, noticing that the other person's eyes are spinning in their head, they're looking at their watch, they're trying to escape from you no matter what because you take forever to get to the point or to get to what's most important. This is one of those idioms and expressions that isn't very old. You'll notice that it, it's been with us for less than 100 years. It actually found its origin from silent films in the 1920s. Hell Roach Sr. is maybe accredited with saying it, but it didn't appear in print until 1929 in a, a book called Hollywood Girl by Joseph Patrick Mc. McAvee, I think, or McAvoy or something. And so it's only been around since the beginning of the 1900s. But I think it's gotten a lot of use and it has a lot of applications to our business. At least I find a lot of applications to my business. Maybe because I am a very direct person. I try to get to the point. I try to get on with it. I try to focus on the most important things. And then I, I hate beating around the bush. I don't want to just talk and say a bunch of stuff for the sake of talking. I want to make sure that I am saying things that are important. So why don't we go right to three ways that you could cut to the chase to make sure that you're supersizing your business. One is to share expectations. Be very, very clear and direct in your communication. One of the ways that we stumble around is by not being clear, not sharing our expectations, not letting people know what we want, where we're going, and you know the what of what we need done, the results we want. And there, if there's confusion, a confused mind shuts down and says no. And so people then freeze up and don't do anything. So we have to make sure, number one, that we're clear and concise and specific in our communication, that people know what's expected of them, that they know. The second thing is to focus directly on our vision, our principles, our mission. Make sure that we're clearly communicating those things so that everybody knows the target. Everybody knows where we're going. Everybody you communicate with is absolutely clear as to where the conversation is going. For example, in this idiom sharing with my Supersize Your Business folks every day, we talk about, and it's kind of like doing an improvisation every day because I'm challenging you to think about the idiom. Have you had experience with it? Has it been good or bad? What does it mean to you? Where did this idiom come from? Could it be affecting a lot of the people that you interact with every day or either in your business or your personal life? How might you use that expression to communicate better with the people you're communicating with? How might you use it in your business right now? And then, you know, so what does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you use it in your business right now? That's the format that we use to talk about each and every one of these idioms. So what's another way to ensure that you're cutting to the chase in your business to, to get the results you want the quickest way possible. 
The third way is to actually have some key performance indicators, have some measures, some things that you look at, and they may be non-traditional things. They may be things that you've just learned in your industry or in your specific business that are important, and they indicate the direction your your business is going in terms of whatever it is important to you to measure. Maybe it's results, maybe it's new customers, maybe it's existing customers, or lifetime value of a customer, whatever it is appropriate for your business and your life, you decide what those important factors are to look at. Maybe it's your relationship and the key performance indicator for you is, did I have a good conversation or a conversation with my significant people in my life today? And that if knowing that if you spend some time and energy and pay attention to your kids or your significant other every day, that that's gonna improve your relationship. Maybe that's your key performance indicator. Hey, did I spend at least 20 minutes a day with each of the key most important people in my life? That could be a key performance indicator. Is that a traditional one? No. Or you may have a key performance indicator in your life that says that you do and have gratitude and appreciation every day. And did I write in my gratitude journal or my my uh, yeah my gratitude journal? Yes or no? That might be a key performance indicator for you because you found that from your past experience when you write in your gratitude journal every day, you feel better, you appreciate the things that are going right in your life and it keeps you moving in the direction you wanna go. When you don't, you find that you, you miss a beat or you're not doing the things that are most important to get the results that you want. And so uh, we want to, to notice and pay attention to the results that we're getting. Are they moving us toward what we want or are they moving us away from what they want? The cool thing about having a clear vision, principles, purpose, mission, knowing where you're going, knowing who you serve, knowing the problems you solve, knowing what industry you're in, knowing things about your business, is that it helps you to be clear and concise in your communication. It helps you to describe to people and let them know what's important for them to be doing so that they can do their jobs better, so they can help you achieve that long-term vision and mission faster and easier than you ever maybe dreamt possible because you're cutting to the chase. You're focusing on what's important. You're being clear, concise in your communication. Everybody has the same target, and then you have key ways of knowing, are we moving toward what we want or are we moving away from it? It also helps in decision-making, right? If I have a filter that I can apply to everything that I do that says, hey, will this action, will this joint partnership, will this venture, will this opportunity move me toward what we want or away from what we want? It makes your business and your life a whole lot simpler. Love to know your experience with this idiom, this expression, cut to the chase. Are you good at cutting to the chase or do you beat around the bush like the person in my life? Share in the comments below and I will of course be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? How might you use it in your business and your life right now? And for the rest of this month, we're focusing on leadership idiom. So I consider cut to the chase a leadership idiom. Do you? Yes or no? Share in the comments below. I'll of course be with you tomorrow. Bye.